You are listening to Unstoppable Actors, the essential podcast for ambitious, aspiring actors. With me, Louise, the Artistic Director of Standby Method Acting Studio. And every week, I'll be talking with you and sharing how you can become a paid, working, unstoppable actor because you 1,000% can. An acting career is doable. Are you ready? Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Unstoppable Actors podcast. As always, I am so excited to have you here. I've got so much to dive into today. We're going to be talking all things self-tapes because, let's face it, self-tapes have absolutely boomed since the lockdown days and they can fill some of you with a lot of dread for a lot of different reasons. I mean, firstly, you're excited because, woohoo, you've got an audition. How exciting. But then it's like, oh my God, I've got work and I've got my life commitments. For some of you, you've got children. It's like, how the hell do I actually juggle it all? How do I manage my time and create a quick connection to the character and do my absolute best and get submitted on time to make sure I don't get overlooked and make sure I feed the kids, feed myself, get to work and do everything else that you've got to get done in your day-to-day life? Well, don't worry. I've got you sorted. Chill, relax. We're going to get through this. I've got three of the best exercises to share with you that will help you capture your best self-tape in less than three takes. Can't wait to dive into this with you. But before I do, as always, I'm just going to give you a quick intro because some of you are brand new to the Unstoppable Actors podcast and I'm so excited you've found us. So let me share who I am. I'm Louise. I specialise in method acting and the business of acting and I've been coaching actors For the last 13 years, I can't even believe it's been that long. Time flies by when you're having fun, hey? Um, Well, yeah, I've been taking them from unknown actors with zero experience, a blank CV, not a Scooby with how to get started, and I've helped them go all the way into Netflix dramas, Amazon Prime films, TV soaps, stage plays around the world. I mean, yes, I've even had a student perform a stage play in Tenerife, how exciting. I myself have performed Shakespeare over in Dubai, how exciting. Um, And I've also helped my students get signed by some absolutely incredible agents. So you're in good hands. And for those of you that are returning, welcome back. I always love having you here. Um, Firstly, I just want to give a big shout out to Connor, who sent me an email. And by the way, if you really enjoy this episode, please do drop me an email. It's louise at standbymethod.com. So Connor said, your episodes have been great at picking up my motivation anytime I feel it slumping, not only in terms of my acting, but with everything else as well. I really feel like you would also make a good life coach as well as an acting coach with some of the messages you spread and your energy. One episode in particular resonated me uh, resonated with me this week, the 10 best jobs that allow for audition time. I'm an ex-science teacher and I got out of that career because of similar reasons to what you described with the supply teaching. It just took over my life and wasn't enjoyable anymore. That's why I started acting and I did supply teaching for a time, but it still wasn't for me anymore. I'm also doing like you have in the past and having to use universal credit to get by, but this is just a stopgap until I achieve my goals. I'm also looking into other work to keep myself afloat. I don't know if this is useful or has any 
particular purpose behind it, but I just wanted to share some of my thoughts about what you do. Of course it is useful, Connor. I love getting emails like that because it's for people like you that I make these episodes. As I always say, I'm sat recording them and I never really know who I'm recording them for. So when I get an email like that, I just absolutely love it because it spurs me on to keep making them and to keep helping people like yourself. And I also want to give a big shout out to Nova as well. So Nova enrolled in the Business of Acting Bootcamp and we had our first bonus class on Monday evening and she showed up to it. And just before the class ended, she said, Louise, Louise, I've got something I really need to say before the class ends. And I was like, okay. She was like, I just want to let you know that the very first time I listened to the Unstoppable Actors podcast, I was on the bus. She said, I was just on Spotify, just typing in acting and Unstoppable Actors came up. She said, and I listened to your intro and I felt so empowered and I just knew I could make an acting career happen. And I had the biggest smile on my face ever because I was like, oh, wow. Like, it's so exciting to be able to motivate so many of you and inspire so many of you. And I'm so truly grateful that you keep tuning in and that you share how the Unstoppable Actors podcast is helping you and changing your life. So please do get in touch and let me know because I absolutely love reading your emails and I could be reading one of yours as well on the next episode. Should we get on with self-tapes? Should we get on with knowing what it takes to capture your best self-tape take in three easy steps? Well, first of all, shall we just figure out what a self-tape even is for those of you that don't know? A self-tape is literally, as it says on the tin, it is you taping yourself doing an audition and you usually do this using your smartphone in your house (laughs) so you don't go into a room to an audition you don't travel anywhere to do an audition you literally do the audition yourself in your house in your own time recording it on your phone and then you'll send it off to a casting director now there are tons and tons of pros and cons with self-tapes and I'm just going to reel off a few but this is not an exhaustive list. So the pros of self-tapes is that you can do it in your own time. Woohoo, how exciting. Fit it around your day job, fit it around your life commitments. Another pro is that there is no travel costs because you're not going to London or Manchester or Liverpool or wherever you are in the world, you're not going to the big cities so there's no travel to pay for. And there's no travel time, which gives you more time to prepare. And also as well, you can do as many takes as you wish with the self-tape until you are happy. Although I actually recommend not doing any more than three. And I'll share with you why a little bit later in the episode. The other pro of this is that because it saves casting directors time and money spent on studio hire, it means they can see more actors. So you get more of a look in. But then the cons are because the casting directors get to see more actors, there's more competition. And also there are some little rumours that go around the industry that sometimes not all self-tapes are watched. I don't know how true this is, but I've heard it a few times. Hopefully that is not the case, but just bear that in mind. So the types of self-tapes that you are likely to come across then. I want to share with you four self-tapes that I've done recently. Uh, So one that I did this year, about two weeks ago, was for a skincare ad. This wasn't your typical self-tape where you're having to learn something. All they wanted was something called an ident, which is just basically where where you say your name, you say the agent that you're represented by, um, or you tell them that you're self-represented if you don't have an agent, and you show them your hands. And then they asked for um, 
some close-ups of my face and my skin that had to go into the self-tape and then they asked for me to share a quick story just so they could get a bit of a vibe of my energy and who I am and what I'm like on camera. So there was nothing really to prepare. So that's when I had about two weeks ago. Um, I've also recently done a self-tape for theatre and I had to learn and prepare a monologue for that. And then that led to me getting a recall in person in Manchester. So that's two types of self-tape so far. Um, Not long ago, I had a self-tape for a Channel 4 comedy. Um, And with that, I had three different scenes to learn. They were all quite short scenes, but I had to have a reader for that. So I had to have someone else reading the other lines for me. So that's a different type. And then I've also done self-tape for a film. And with that, I was asked to prepare a monologue, a monologue of my choice. They didn't give me one to prepare. So with that one, what I did is I chose something that matched the character. So they're the four different types of self-tapes that I've had recently that you are likely to come across. And as you've heard, there's different ways of prepping for them. So what we want to be doing is figuring out how can you actually connect to the character as quickly as you possibly can and only do three takes or less. Now, the reason I recommend three takes or less is because once you start getting into five takes, seven takes, 10 takes, 15 takes, 20 takes, all the takes, you can't look at your self-tapes objectively anymore. How can you possibly say which is your strongest performance when you've got so many to choose from? It's just a bit like when you go and get your headshots and you know you get the, um, I forgot what it's called, but the is it called a contact sheet? where there's like all the thumbnails of all of the pictures that have been taken of you and there's that many, you're overwhelmed by choice and you're like, oh my God, where do I even start with this? Well, it's the same with self-tapes. So you literally want to be doing three takes and that is it. Because in three takes, you're also going to be driven to give your best performance. Whereas when you're starting to do more and more takes, you're dragging it out and you'll start to lose energy and you'll dip and you'll lose connection and you'll get frustrated and then things will start going wrong. So three takes keeps you nice and focused. Now, what I want to share with you is the three best ways to make a very quick connection to the character so you can deliver your best self-tape. If you're unsure what a take is, a take is literally you recording the performance once. That is one take. If you then record it again, that's the second take. And if you record it again, that's the third take. Let's go to these three character tips then. The first one is when you get the script, you need to figure out the emotional journey that the character is on. So where do they start emotionally at the beginning of the scene and where do they end? That's really important because you as the actor want to go on an emotional journey with this character because then you take your audience, which is going to be the director if it's an independent film or it's going to be a casting director if the project has got a bit more of a budget behind it. You want to be taking your audience on a journey so they stop thinking, oh, I'm just watching another actor, and they get taken in and drawn into this story that you're sharing. So figure out what the emotional journey is. This will also stop you playing one emotion because that's what I see a lot of actors doing when they're you know, just making little mistakes and little errors with self-tapes they're playing one emotion. And I always like to remind myself of what Uta Hagen said. Uta Hagen was um, an acting practitioner and she was very much a method actress. 
and she also trained actors in method as well. And what I really love about what she said is that when you play one emotion, you're playing a mood. A mood spelt backwards equals doom. You've got to remember that as humans, we're never just holding on to an emotion. Emotions evolve and therefore the emotion has got to evolve throughout the scene as well. So remember that, figure out the emotional journey that the character is on. Where do they start emotionally? Where do they end? Now that's all well and good because we can figure that out logically in our head. We can go, oh yeah, well they start off really happy here and then this thing happens and then they burst into tears and it becomes really sad for them. And then something else happens and they're perplexed, yeah? So maybe they go on this this journey where there's three big different emotions in it. Intellectually, we can figure this out. But now you as the actor have got to be able to embody that emotion and express it. So the second step is you need to ask yourself, how do I know these emotions? When you ask yourself, how do I know these emotions? You're personalizing the script. Now you are empathizing with the character. And that's what you've got to do as an actor. You've got to empathize. You've got to put yourself in their shoes and figure out what it's like to have this emotional experience. So you bring that back to you by going, well, how do I know these emotions? And then you start to bridge the gap between you and the character. You start to make this crossover between you and the character. You start to make a deeper connection and you get into your heart. Because as actors, yeah, we can have logical preparation, but we don't want to bring logic into the scene. Because when we bring logic into the scene, we're in our head. And when we're in our head, there's no feeling. So have the logical preparation and then drop into your heart when you're in the scene itself by asking yourself how you know this emotion. And then the third step is it's no good just having these big emotions that you're playing out and nothing to do with them because we could, we can become very, very self-indulgent. You know, a lot of us actors get really bloody excited when we've got this emotion. We're like, yeah, I've got the tears, woo! But that's not how real life works, is it? Like nobody in real life wants to cry and keep crying. If you think about it, what people actually want to do is they want to cover the tears up. They don't want to show them. Because humans feel exposed and vulnerable when they're sharing emotions. And when they're vulnerable, that leaves them open to criticism. So actually, a lot of humans try and cover up their emotions. I mean, you can think about this like if you've, I don't know, let's just say you've been watching something with your partner or watching something with your mom or your dad or your friends or whoever. Maybe it's like, I don't know, let's just say some sort of video on Facebook where a dog has been rescued off the side of the road and it's looking all disheveled and it's really upsetting and it makes you cry but you don't want anybody to see you cry what do you do you resort to behavior don't you like well I know I've definitely done this like pretended oh I've got something in my eye or I've gone off to make a cup of tea so nobody can see me crying yeah we try and cover it up so think about the behaviour that accompanies this emotion. Because one thing I want you to remember and really drill this into your head is that acting is a visual art. So everything that you do on screen tells a story. So if you look down with your eyes, it tells a story. If you scratch your nose, it tells a story. So just remember to ask yourself, what is the behaviour that accompanies the emotion? When you do that, you will be giving an, um, not an emotion, <laughs> you'll be giving a performance with so much clarity, so much life in it, so much vitality, and it will be really enjoyable for you. And when you work in that way, you only need to do three takes. 
And then what you can do is you can look at the three takes and go, okay, which was my strongest performance out of these? Which is more nuanced? Which am I bringing more to the table with? If you start going over three takes, you start getting cloudy. You can't make a good judgment call on this. I hope this has helped. Now, if you want to take what I've taught you further, we have a self-tape method acting challenge coming up and it starts on Monday the 5th of June and it is running for two weeks. I'm so excited about this and I would love you to come and join the wait list, which you can join by clicking the link underneath the description of this episode. So in this self-tape method acting challenge, I'm going to be taking you step by step through the exact method acting exercises that I use with my self-tapes when I do them and which I've used with my acting students when they've been auditioning for things like Coronation Street, um, Emmerdale, Hollyoaks, ITV dramas, stage plays, and, and they've got recalled and even offered the role. So I'm going to be showing you, I'm going to be demonstrating the exercises, showing you how to do them. I'm going to show you how to set up a self-tape correctly. And then you're going to be given a script and a character to prepare with another actor. And you're going to submit it as if it's a real audition. And then I'll be offering you feedback on your self-tape. This is going to go a long way in helping you deliver confident performances with self-tapes. You are going to feel like you have left everything on the table that you possibly could and given an amazing impression of yourself as an actor when it comes to the real deal when you're really asked to do a self-tape. So my students, as I've already said, they get called through to the second and third rounds. They then get asked to go in person after the self-tape to do an in-person audition and they get cast in TV shows and stage plays. So come and join the waiting list. Um, If you join the waiting list, you will be one of the first to hear when the self-tape method acting challenge opens for enrolment. So the link is below this episode. I really hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, also do consider leaving us a review or rating us because it allows me to help more lovely actors like yourself. And I will see you in the next episode. I have absolutely loved hanging out with you and I really hope you enjoyed this episode of Unstoppable Actors, the essential podcast for ambitious, aspiring actors. Now, if you did, I'd really love you to subscribe so you never miss an episode and leave a review. And if you would like weekly injections of inspiration, you'd like mini method acting challenges to keep you making progress with your dreams, Come and join the most supportive acting community online by clicking the link in the notes to help you become an unstoppable actor.